What's up, everybody? It's Huda Nation News, one of the 19th episodes of the Huda Nation podcast. As always, Lex with me. And on today's episode, we're going to be talking about Andy Dalton recently being released and John Ross's fifth-year uh, team option being declined. So uh, last week, as most of you all probably know, uh, the Bengals released Andy Dalton. It was uh, the team saved around $17 million. It was a move that was going to happen, but you just really wasn't uh, for sure when. <coughs> I kind of you just didn't really know when it was going to happen. You kind of thought they were going to trade him, possibly, but with his contract, nobody really wants a quarterback that has uh, $17 million uh, um, dollars coming with him. I, I thought it was going to be closer to the regular season so he could maybe uh, mentor uh, Joe Burrow some. And I just, I was really surprised it happened uh, so early. I, I really thought we were going to keep him, maybe even up until the trade deadline. So then half the cap is gone, and we could have traded him for uh, maybe fourth or fifth round pick. So what are your thoughts on that, Blake? Well, I think it's something that needed to be done. Uh I honestly, like I, I've been a fan of Andy Dalton. I've supported him, but uh, uh, it seems like they just kind of changed the culture around Cincinnati, trying to make things different than what they have been. And with Joe Burrow coming in, I just don't really feel like there was a place for Andy Dalton. Uh, they could have kept him, you know, as kind of a mentor. But even as that, uh, save uh, cut his contract down a little bit, save a little money. But still, I don't really think that was the right decision. I think uh, letting him go was probably the best choice. And just moving on with Joe Burrow into the future, and then they can sign. Um, I haven't looked at yet uh, the you know the veteran quarterbacks that are still available, but I'm sure they can find a older quarterback, uh, maybe a one year million dollar deal, just somebody that can come in and just help her out a little bit, has a little experience, and I think they can do that. And it's a lot cheaper than uh, you know the 17 million that they would have to pay Andy Dalton. So uh, I think uh, for the um, culture change that they've been trying to implement and with for the Bengals. I think this is a big move or an important move towards that and uh, just kind of you know putting all their trust in Joe Burrow. Uh, yeah, uh, Dalton took us to the playoffs his first uh, five years and in the seventh. We've not been back this past season and in my opinion and I would figure lots of other people is was this was easily Dalton's worst performance of his uh, for a season in his career just did not really work out I mean he's a he's an all right all right player I would put him right about average but he's like even a better person it's everything he's done for the Cincinnati uh, community and his foundation and everything you're not really going to find a player a much better person uh, than Dalton you're going to find lots of quarterbacks better than him but it's going to be very very difficult to find somebody uh, a better person than him, and uh, it just it'll just be kind of weird seeing uh, somebody under uh, center that's not Dalton. I mean, we've had him for nine years as our quarterback. It, it's just it'll, it'll be a little bit weird. And as you mentioned, with a uh, culture change, I think this is a move that you you know they're having a big culture change when you're moving on somebody who's been on the team for nine years. Yeah, I think uh, in his time in Cincinnati, he's 70, 61. He had a couple Pro Bowls, and, uh, or I think he had three. And that's that's good, but that's not really what we're looking for now. Uh, looking for more just continued success, consistent success. And uh, 70, 61 isn't really 
I mean, it's solid for, but that's not the direction we want to go. We, just, we want to win uh, a lot more than that. You know, he never got a playoff win. As much as I like him as a person, that's kind of a, that's a, not very good in my opinion. You know, obviously, uh, nine years, no playoff wins is uh, kind of a big deal. And I think that's, uh, I think it needed, definitely needed to happen. Um, and maybe, maybe with the route they go with Joe Burrow, you know, be kind of, Picking somebody up behind him that's maybe uh, not, not necessarily started and won a playoff game, has some experience in the playoffs, you know, has some experience on winning teams, maybe even as a backup. Just somebody that has been around that and knows what it takes. I think somebody like that could be a good addition to the team. You know? And uh, I didn't really didn't really want Andy behind Joe just for the reason that he had won a playoff win and all that stuff. So, Getting the new guy in Cincinnati would have been good for Andy, but I just don't think, uh, you know, Joe Burrow's a winner. I just don't know if um, that was the best, if, if he would be the best guy to play behind him, just because the reason he hasn't been that much of a winner in his time in Cincinnati. Yeah, you're talking about uh, Dalton not really uh, fitting with uh, Burrow and maybe a mentor quarterback for Burrow, somebody I really like, or a possible uh, the Bengals assign. I've Two. This is one's Joe Flacco. He reminds me a lot of Dalton. Average. He hasn't really been uh, good the past few seasons. He lost his job to uh, Lamar Jackson when he was with the Ravens, and then was traded to the Broncos. And then once uh, Drew Lock started, uh, once um, when Flacco went to the IR, he was uh, recently released by the Broncos. I think that's a good uh, potential mentor to Burrow, uh, Super Bowl winning quarterback. Has been in the league for quite some time. I think it'd be a nice uh, addition. It'd be good for Burrow. And the other quarterback. This is gonna count. This is gonna sound kind of stupid, but I like Cam Newton. It's, it sounds dumb, but I was reading something, and I, at first I'm like, eh, this is this just doesn't make sense. But once I actually started to read it, and I, I thought uh, Newton to the Bengals might actually not be a bad idea. Uh, Newton's really mobile, and obviously we're in the same division as the Ravens, and Jackson is probably the most mobile quarterback in the league. So when, like, when you're having practices and stuff, you're practicing against a guy who's kind of similar to Lamar Jackson's type, so you ought to be prepared to uh, play against somebody like Jackson's type. I mean, practicing against somebody who, I mean, Newton's not what he used to be, but you're still practicing against somebody who's uh, a starting caliber quarterback, and took the Panthers to the Super Bowl uh, just a couple of years ago. So who's somebody you would maybe like for a mentor to uh, Burrow? Uh, probably one of my favorites that I've seen. I, I was just thinking about Cam Newton. I don't think it would be that bad of an idea. But uh, I like Josh McCown. Uh, he's 40 years old, so you know he has that experience. He's been in the league for a long time, since 2002. He's been with some winning teams. You know, He's uh, not necessarily uh, the, some of the best teams in the league, but he's league but he has had some experiences winning and uh he's played behind some good quarterbacks and i think uh just uh getting an older guy like that who's played behind some solid quarterbacks and uh, has been on uh has been a backup on some winning teams i think that would be a pretty good addition to the team to play behind burrow and uh so yeah it's probably my choice i haven't really like i said earlier i haven't really looked at the full list uh gonna probably get on that for an article uh here soon but uh yeah i think as of right now, Josh McCown's my favorite. I like McCown, but I might be wrong on this. I thought he retired. 
I'm, I might be wrong. I saw after the uh, playoff uh, game with the Eagles, because he he wasn't playing for a while. Then he uh, came out of retirement for the Eagles to play for once Wentz got hurt. But I thought he was fine. If he didn't, he's somebody I would not mind at all. I, like you mentioned, been around the league for a while, a couple of different teams. A uh, really nice mentor to Burrow. So yeah, I think I think he might have retired. I I just was looking at the list of players. So if he retired, um, two else they got, uh, they could pick up. Maybe um, see Mike Glennon. I don't think he retired. He's thirty one. I wouldn't mind him. Yeah, something like that. So he's thirty one, and uh, he's not really. He's had some opportunities as a starter. He just never really got it. But he's been a pretty good backup. I know. I think he's a lot of teams have wanted him as a backup. So if he's he's still available, he'd be a fine one. Yeah, he'd be a nice addition. So I mean, I, I think a, a quarterback's a mentor. Uh, Burrow is kind of a um, mandatory, in my opinion. So as we we talk about Burrow and. Dalton recently being released. Uh, a couple of days ago, the Bengals declined John Ross's, John Ross's fifth-year team option, which means after this upcoming season, it will become a free agent. And then the only players we have under contract are uh, a year from now are Tyler Boyd, Auden Tate, and even though he's not signed his contract yet, you know he's going to. So uh, Higgins, Tate, and uh, Boyd, I was glad we declined the option, but I, I didn't. I'm nothing against Ross. I mean, he's all right, but he's still unproven. This is only his fourth year. If he can stay healthy, that's that's the big issue. I think he could be a big part of this offense, especially with Burrow. But since we declined it, something I really like for is instead of since us like doing the uh, deal is having a contract extension, something. On the terms of maybe like two for uh, ten or two for twelve, something around that range, I think that would be uh, really good for somebody um, like his caliber. So, what are your thoughts on the Bengals declining John Ross's fifth-year team option? Well, um, yeah, as I've tweeted a bunch about, I'm still a believer in John Ross. If he can stay healthy, especially with Burrow coming, I think uh, them declining it, I think it almost pretty much guarantees that they aren't going to extend him uh, after next year just because, you know, if he has a really great season, stays healthy, they aren't going to want to pay all that money because he's going to be asking for it if he had a good year. They aren't going to want to pay all that money after drafting T. Higgins and after drafting Aaron with Tyler Boyd and Tate. And then if he gets hurt again, I don't really think they would want to mess with that anymore. But I think the only way they can really – we would see him back after next year's if he stays healthy and just has a solid season, you know, like 500 yards, five touchdowns, just something, something decent. I think that would get him a short-term deal, maybe two, like you said, two years, ten million. So uh, I think it just really depends on what he does this year. You know, I, I want him to really go off, you know, have have a great season. But uh, if that happens, I just don't really see them paying all that money to bring him back, especially with guys like uh, Mixon and. William Jackson, they're going to need to be paid here soon. So I just don't really uh, – I would like to see him around more. So uh, if they can make that happen, if he can take maybe a little less money if he has a good year. But I think uh, this could be his best year yet. You know, we saw what he did the first two games last year. He, he had a great start to the season before he got hurt. 
And if he stays healthy with Joe Burrow thrown to him, I think uh, I, I think he's just gonna have a great year, and I hope to see that from him. Yeah, I, I agree. If he can stay healthy, that's, that's a big thing. I, I think this will be easily his biggest year ever. Him and Burrow will be amazing. And this is this is a this is going to be a bold prediction. If Ross plays at least, this, this is going to sound crazy. If Ross plays at least twelve games. He'll have more catches than Green will have this season. That's, it might sound crazy, but with the uncertainty of Green staying healthy, and also with the uncertainty of Ross staying healthy as well, with Ross, you're going to have tons of screen passes and different stuff like that. And with an accurate quarterback like Burrow, somebody you do not have with Dalton being not really being accurate, I think uh, Ross's production and his involvement in the offense will be really, really uh, increased this upcoming season if he can stay healthy. But I, I continue to say that, but it's just a big if. If he stays healthy, he will have a monster year. But like you mentioned, if he does, you, you don't really expect the Bengals to re-sign him next season due to uh, Tate, Boyd, and Higgins uh, under contracts. So it'll be really interesting to see what goes uh, with Ross this upcoming season. Yeah, I think uh, I think what's gonna happen here is if uh, they don't end up getting him back for whatever reason, I think they're gonna need to get more speed because if you look at the roster or the wide receiver core right now, you know Tate Tate's uh he's a good receiver, he's just not very fast. Boyd's is a pretty good slot receiver, but he doesn't have that really uh, after the catch. He doesn't really have that burst of speed. And then Higgins is just, he's a pretty solid receiver, but he's not really that fast either. So I think what, what they're going to need to look for is, well, they're fast, but they don't have John Ross speed. So I think what they're going to need to look for is somebody that in the draft, maybe that's ran, you know, like 4-3, something like that. Somebody that can just uh, take the pressure off the other guys, um, more or less, just somebody that can uh, do something with the ball after the catch. So I think uh, if Ross can stay healthy, I think he can be that guy, but if uh, the Bengals end up parting ways with John Ross, I think they're going to need to find a replacement. Maybe not somebody that's going to be at the top of the depth chart. Cause, you know, they're not really looking for starters, looking for somebody that has that speed, that quickness, can get open in short distances, a deep threat, and uh, maybe just somebody that can uh, do something with the ball and make people miss. So I think that's what they're going to be looking for uh, if John Ross doesn't come back after next year. Yeah. I've not really paid attention really much to the draft for next year, but if you can get somebody uh, compared to uh, somebody like a Jalen Rieger of this upcoming season, I think that would be nice. Not Obviously not in the first or more in the uh, second round, but somebody like uh, Jalen Rieger who's fast and explosive and reminds me a lot of Ross. I think that would be nice. Or you get somebody in the later rounds and you're, if you're looking for specifically for speed, Somebody uh, similar to Quez Watkins, the wide receiver from Southern Miss this upcoming season, uh, out, out of the draft. So there, there's lots of different things. This this season is just a ton of stuff has happened with our, uh, the Bengals and all the moves and different things. And I feel like there's going to be lots of more moves uh, as we get closer to the regular season. Yeah, I've been looking. I just started the other day looking into the 2021 class and. Uh, obviously, a lot of fans are in the offensive line. I think offensive line, uh, it's really early, but offensive line is probably going to be the way to go. It looks like, so far, it looks like a pretty solid offensive line class. But 
with the way things to tape out, I really don't think it would be that's that's shocking if they went receiver again in the first round. I know I'm saying that really early. But, you know, what if A.J. Green retires and then John Ross leaves? Then you're left with uh, Boyd Higgins and Tate. And uh, they're, they're obviously in a neat speed. So, as I've been looking through, uh, I haven't got too deep into the wider super class yet, but Rondell Moore and Jalen Waddle are both very fast. There's some guys that, depending on where the Bengals pick, that they could be targets there. They both have that speed, the deep threat, and they both can make people miss. So, I think... Uh, they're they're going to be first round options, and um, I think that if things pan out a certain way, that maybe the offensive line plays good. I think receiver really early. I think receiver could be another target in the first round next year, but we'll just have to see what happens. I think if uh, AJ Green plays well and uh, they keep him on, and then um, even if John Ross leaves and then T Higgins ends up playing well, I think as of right now, I think offensive line is the biggest need by far. But uh, with the way the Bengals, they've been a little unpredictable. So I think uh, as of right now, I think receiver is just another thing we can look for. You know, we got a long time till that happens, but uh, those are some names to just keep an eye on this college football season. Yeah, uh, so unpredictable, and it is going to be tons of news, I think, as we get closer to the regular season. Like news, maybe such as like Bernard getting cut or something like that. Just, there's so many things that you might expect the Bengals to do this past uh, offseason that they've done, so it's going to be very unpredictable. Um, where can some of the people uh, follow you on social media? Be at bjewel43 underscore on Twitter and then at bjewel43 on Instagram. So follow Blake there, follow me, Hudo Nation News, uh, Hudo Nation underscore news on Instagram, Hudo Nation News with Nate underscore on Twitter. That does it for this episode, and until next time, Hudo.